Welcome to The Unstoppable Singer. I'm your host, Danielle Tucker, a professional vocalist, vocal coach, and a lead singer of the Mighty Untouchables Band. I'm also the producer and host of the Pandemic Proof Singer Summit and The Unstoppable Singer. The Unstoppable Singer follows the lives of real professional singers who've made incredible achievements in their lives and careers. We cover everything from voice work, making money, booking gigs, songwriting, recording, session work, and more. If you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button so you never miss another podcast. Now on with the show. It's Kiyoshi. He is a voice empowerment coach, MC, visionary, inspirational vocalist, musician, and songwriter. Kiyoshi is a purpose-driven wordsman whose fusion of upbeat hip-hop and soulful sounds send lightning bolts of conscious energy and thought into audiences around the globe. His rhythms and rhymes are rooted in social, spiritual, and political awareness to provoke the world to listen and feel what is true. So without further ado, let me bring on Kiyoshi. Hello, my friend. Hello, hello. How you doing, Danielle? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to see you tonight. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for doing this. Uh, You know what? I wanted to start out by saying that you and I met four years ago at uh, Seaside Center for Spiritual Living in in Sanitas. I was um, directing the music that morning. You were the featured guest artist that day. And I was so blown away Mm -hmm. by you because your energy is like unrivaled. I've, I've never seen someone as well, especially at the church as energetic as you. And we get going with the church service and you're doing your thing. It's incredible. The audience is absolutely loving you. And at one point you jump off the stage into the crowd and I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> and the, and they're, all people were dancing with me. They're putting their hands in the air and <laughs> yeah, it was, a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was great. It's definitely, um, it's definitely a service that I won't forget. I totally remember that. So good, good. Yeah. Glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, was. um, let's, let's kind of get started by just getting the 2021 year in review. How did things go for you last year? Just career wise and, um, what's happening at the beginning of 2022 for you? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so 2021 year in review overall, it was pretty good. Uh, no big complaints. Uh, it was the first year, full year, you know, from January to December where I didn't work for anybody, um, in my adult life. So I've been, you know, doing my courses and coaching. So I've been doing that more full-time, uh, in 2021 and that served me really well. Um, yeah, so so the year. Let's see what else. Uh, yeah, I was able to take a couple trips. You know, do some performances, coaching, some in-person workshops during the pandemic, maybe a couple, um, but mainly online. You know, doing Zoom and uh, performing on Zoom, and yeah, coaching on Zoom as well. Um, yeah, let's see. Yeah, so a lot a lot of Zoom happened in 2021. Yeah, a lot a lot of just this. You know, being online. You know, after a while, I was just like, look, I just need to be in person. I'm tired of just like being away. And, you know, I'm a social, um, social butterfly, social bird. You know, I, I like to be around people and thrive in communities where we support one another. So just have an actual physical touch and friends in the flesh 
is very nurturing for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, it, it got pretty hard, challenging at times where we had a social distance or just be, you know, not things be cl- pretty closed um, to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was an interesting year, but it, it was good that I was able to be with my family, met my girlfriend in uh, March of last year. We're still together and <laughs> yeah, business is still going well. So yeah, yeah awesome. no complaints. Well, I definitely follow um, everything that you're doing on social media, and it looks like you have some really great classes and courses going on, and I definitely want to talk about those, but before we jump into that, um, I want to talk about your musical journey and kind of how you got started out and uh, what's the road been like for you up until now. Yeah, absolutely. My musical journey, you want me to give you the full, I mean, since let's, I was a little kid. Story? Okay, <laughs> so I'll give you just maybe a, a minute or two, a couple a minutes to see how long, but I'll, I'll summarize it uh, way back. So born in 82, my father been a music teacher since before I was born. So I grew up in a musical household where he put us on instruments um, in our youth. Um, at the age of eight, I started playing, you know, the guitar. It's also known for like dancing around, you know, having rhythm at an early age my parents would say. And so I was just really intrigued by music. Um, And yeah, I would make up little jingles as a kid. And then, yeah, so playing, playing guitar, I remember I'll fall asleep on my bed playing guitar Mm -hmm. and just playing different, the sound of it was just really uh, soothing to my soul. Mm -hmm. I also grew up in church at this time. So hearing a lot of Christian music, gospel choirs, um, really, yeah, influenced me as well in later years. Uh, my father, he had, he was known in the city we grew up in for his jazz band, his marching band. He was marching band director for a number of different schools. Then we, we moved from a city called Saginaw, which is near Flint, down to the suburbs of Detroit um, in my middle school years. And during that time, I started writing little rhymes, but it was really in, in ninth grade where I started writing more poetry. Um, and then that was the year I got into my, my father put me on bass guitar because um, I used to play the guitar like a bass. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got into that and then uh, started to abandon the bass much more and started getting more into rapping and then poetry. And I was like a kind of a Bible nerd and pretty, pretty shy at the time. So I would go to church a lot and just really uh, I was doing a lot of just prayer and meditation and reading the Bible and implementing what I would read in the Bible in my rhymes and in hmm. raps and started making some little corny raps, at, you know, when I was 14, 15. Um, and then, yeah, when I, when I was a senior, when I was a junior in high school, I came across uh, advertisement for Poetry Slam. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I, I should I should enter this. During that time, I saw Saul Williams, who's one of my favorite poets, um, on TV performing on BT. And then I've seen other poets. And at that time, I would feel like, Man, I feel like I can do this. I, I started writing rhymes around then, um, but I wanted to really put myself out there more. I, I never really like uh, perform much poetry in a, in a in a setting like a poetry slam or somewhere in a public venue. Um, and so I did that. Almost made the team, and it was my senior year when I when I made the uh, the Ann Arbor Youth Poetry Team that that traveled to California, and my life was blown away by that. Seeing uh, teens from all over the nation. Um, and, and yeah, I used to really, like I said, incorporate a lot of um, Christian themes with the intent of bringing people closer to God or, uh, or mm-hmm. Christ. <laughs> and then uh, I was also, you know, really um, 
influenced by you know Public Enemy, uh, Karis One, The Roots, Talib Kweli, Nas, around that time, late '90s um, to the college years. Um, but yeah, as a teenager, I remember I would get goosebumps on my arms when I would see these poets and performers and ministers at church uh, delivering with such um, flair and flavor and presence. Mm -hmm. So I really uh, would study that and bring that into my performance. And yeah, sure enough, I, I, I had some type of gift and I just honed it over the years. So in college, mm -hmm. I got into the Poetry Society. Uh, I was known for winning a number of talent shows, doing open mics. Um, yeah, just really uh, making a, a name for myself in the creative um, like uh, scenes in Southeastern Detroit. Um, even after college, it was when I started to uh, put out a number of uh, like mixtapes, projects, albums, and uh, started booking my own shows and performing in different venues around Michigan. Uh, and then I got into the metaphysics, um, you know, Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle, I read The Secret in 2007. Mm -hmm. and I, I got really influenced by that and so that started to make its way into my music. Uh, and then I moved out to California in 2011 um, and really got into the whole conscious scene there, you know, um, getting into yoga and started rapping about chakras and eating vegan food around that time in 2012. And from there, I started to uh, really build a community in San Diego. And um, yeah, I remember I got I got laid off from my job in 2014. And it was a blessing. And that time I, I went full on with my music and had a really cool, interesting journey and, and adventures since then. Um, but it's been really beautiful. So in the past four years, I, I've been a, a coaching people on finding mm -hmm. ways to really uh, empower themselves and break through fears and blocks to gain more confidence using the uh, tools of poetry, poetry, and rapping uh, to do so. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so now I teach courses, still coaching, and I still stay creative and writing songs and performing as well. So I'm, I like to be a creator and a coach. Um, so as I'm learning, I'm learning to teach people more skills. As I'm gaining more skills, I'm learning to be a better coach. So they work both work hand in hand quite well. And as you know, while rapping, poetry, using the voice through singing song uh, can allow us to connect with our different aspects of ourselves and closer to God. And then we can also connect with others and it's such a, a powerful tool as you know, Danielle. Um, so yeah. yeah. And like I said, you know, I, I was pretty shy and I, I wanted to find outlets to really vocalize my truth and speak up for myself. And, and these art forms have really allowed me to really shine and um, yeah, like I said, empower myself on so many levels. And so that's why I'm so passionate about it because uh, what it's done in my life mm -hmm. and what I'm able to, to help people uh, and support them with uh, as a result. And yeah, it's yeah. great. I'm, I'm really surprised to hear you say that you were shy because I mean, you're, you're such a showman. You, you have this like exceptional level of energy when you perform and really, really take command of the stage and, and really engage with the audience. So um, it sounds like, you know, there, you had influences, people that you were studying, but what do you think was that thing that kind of really brought you out of your shell and made you transition into, you know, from someone who was shy into someone who <laughs> was like incredibly dynamic. Right. Thank you so much. Uh, just belief in myself. Um, yeah, the more that I honed my craft, the more that I did this work, the more I was able to really believe that I did have a, a place to speak and and that we're all worthy of sharing our thoughts and 
and our voice and our skills and pieces of our soul. Uh, so yeah, just just really practicing um, and surrounding myself with others who are doing similar work mm-hmm. and who are also badasses in their fields, um, whether they're dancers or singers, just being around a lot of really creative people. It's like, wow, okay, they can do that. And then, like I said, I would see, you know, these amazing speakers and singers and rappers on TV, then in the church, ministers speaking, giving their sermons. And I'm like, dang, that's, they got presence. Like, mm-hmm. boom. And I would get goosebumps like, like I've done it before, of like, I, I just am called to do that. And so, yeah, when I, was, when I started performing, I'm like, just, I, I knew that, like, man, this is it. I'm on fire. And um, yeah, so really studying the greats and then incorporating that and, knowing that, hey, I'm an MC, I'm a, I'm a master of ceremonies. I also move the crowd. So you take the MC and it's like, you're in command and people mm-hmm. are going to listen to you. And so that that gave me more confidence and just having fun with that, right? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Would you say um, off stage you're still uh, a, a little bit shy or more reserved or has that also translated into you, your, your just personality in general, or do you feel like you kind of step into it once you get on stage? Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, when I'm on stage, it becomes more of this, I like to say superhero version of me. I'm, I'm definitely more reserved and chill. Uh, people meet me, then they see me on stage like, well, what the hell you're the same person. <laughs> Cause I'm more like chill, laid back, you know, but I can still, I, you know, I still speak confidently. I'm, I'm, I'm not shy at all or, um, but I'm just more, more chill. The, the, the stage, definitely the practice of doing all that has allowed me to come out my shell more so and, and, and speak with more power, um, mm-hmm. and authentic presence and yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I want to talk about your coaching practice because, um, you know, I've watched, I've watched some of the testimonials from some people who have, you know, taken your coaching and you're, um, you're, uh, a rap coach amongst some, you know, a lot of other, um, techniques that you work with. Um, that to me, like sends chills down my spine because the vulnerability that you have to have mm-hmm. to step into, you know, that kind of, um, training. And, uh, I mean, you've really got to like, put yourself out there to do that. Um, tell me, tell me about the courses and, and the types of people that come to you. Absolutely. So the main course that I teach is called expand your expression. It's an eight week online journey through songwriting, freestyle techniques, live performance techniques in a really safe, supportive group container of beautiful conscious souls. I facilitate this or for a couple hours, um, on Mondays, usually, um, and we meet on Zoom, there's different platforms, but yeah. So there's definitely a lot of vulnerability involved and that's the intention of the course. That's why I labeled it, expand your expression. So you're taking your overall self-expression. My intention is to take that and bring it to the next level. Hopefully it's you know, gonna make some good waves and go from here to there. Some people, yeah, you know, yeah, they stretched it, but, and then, but overall there's a lot of breakthroughs and when people are allowing themselves to actually do the work and study the documents and just show up um but yeah definitely had a lot of uh really positive feedback and breakthroughs and great results um from the course with working with other people and yeah they know right away that they're they're gonna um push some edges and i'm gonna help encourage that so it can seem a little daunting or uh kind of people can be nervous or like oh man oh, this is kind of scary 
but hey, this is the only way for us to really grow is to feel the resistance and break through. Um, but I do, I do so in a very, like I said, nurturing and supportive way. So people have accountability partners. I'm, I'm a big cheerleader as well as coach, but I'm just like cheering people on when they're sharing. And I really encourage that from others, showing people love, you know, cause I know what it's like to get on stage for the first time or even just to speak or even post a video. So I make it real, like I said, I just provide an atmosphere where people will want to do that. And they're not just like, oh shit, people are gonna fucking, you know, call me out or, or, or like <laughs> criticize me. I don't want that. Yeah. So I, I usually give people a lot of just great positive feedback to keep that going because in society, you know, people can be so, so rude. And there's a lot of Simons in society. It was like, um, you know, I always I, I tell the story sometimes, you know, I've seen kids, like I've taught kids music and, and counseled and taught kids over the years. And I would notice, you know, kids will be really expressive. Then at a certain age, it's like, they want to fit in you know, mm -hmm. middle school age usually, or, you know, towards like fourth, fifth grade, it's like, uh, I like that. No. And the other kids say they don't like it. And they're like, yeah, I don't like it. It's like, you want to fit in. So then that's that too much of that can really um, stifle people's progress or, or creative expression. And that happens too much where, you know, even a family member can hear a child super free in their expression, singing around the house. And that uncle or father is like, don't ever sing. You suck. Mm -hmm. Then that child's like, fuck. And then they never sing again. And then it's like, yeah. they, 20 years later, they're finding themselves wanting to sing or write a song that they've been writing secretly, but they want to get it out and they want to speak up for themselves. So it's, it's very, um, yeah, it's, it's beneficial on many levels, even in, like I said, career, relationship, um, life in general, mm -hmm. um, being able to stand up for yourself, speak your truth and do it in a creative way. The creative way is, just get into the rhythm and it allows you to have fun with that vocal yeah. expression as well. Right. So yeah. I support that. And yeah, again, it, it takes a lot. It, it does take a, a good level of trust and vulnerability, um, mm -hmm. but that's the only way we can grow. Yeah. To, to jump off the edge or jump in yeah. that pool. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. And you're right there. There are countless people that have had those experiences as kids where, you know, when we're kids, there's just, there's, there's no cap. There's, you know, there's no limit to, you know, what kids will just express out loud. I have a seven and a nine-year-old and they, <laughs> right. they have no sense of like, oh, I'm embarrassed doing this. I mean, they just let it fly. And right. I absolutely- no love that. But yeah, as, yeah. We, as we get older, we have these experiences and, and, and most people, you know, they don't mean anything. Uh, they don't mean any damage, but it can be incredible can be. damage. <laughs> right. Um, it reminds me at Thanksgiving this year, um, we, it was myself, my husband and my two little girls. And we also had my bandmate, um, Donovan come over. He's one of my co-singers. Mm -hmm. And so we had these different generations of people. Um, and my youngest daughter had picked out this game for us to play that night. And it's called drop the beat. And it's, you're mm -hmm. basically making up raps on the spot. You have some prompts and stuff and you've got this like fake microphone and everything. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we were all like, you know, scared to death to play this thing. Um, but it was so funny just to see how each of us responded so differently to the game because, you know, my daughters, um, they were, they were just like so free with it and just having so much fun with it. And then Donovan, he's, he's very outgoing and just, you know, doesn't have a lot of fear when it comes to, um, just, 
expressing himself and doing whatever. So he was probably having the most right. fun out of all of us. And then me, I, I'm a little bit more reserved. So I, you know, I was like, well, let me get a glass of wine and I'll be fine here. And I, yeah. <laughs> so I was okay with it. But then my husband, you know, my husband's not, he's not a, um, well, he, he plays guitar and everything, but he's, he's not like a professional musician where he's used to being on the spot like that and everything. And, you know, bless his heart. He, he did his best and, and I'm just, I'm surprised he did it at all, but, um, it's just, it is so it's, it's really, really interesting to see, um, the levels of willingness and open openness when it comes to expressing ourselves. So I imagine, um, you have an endless supply of clientele out there that just has stifled expression for days, you know, that really could use an outlet like you offer. Yeah, absolutely. For yeah. sure. <laughs> Do a lot of um, do a lot of your clients that come to you are they already um, in a position where they're you know trying to uh, are they like indie artists indie rappers or do you find just your like everyday average Joes want to come in and do this so who do you, who comes to your courses? Yeah, mainly people. Um, yeah, mo for the majority, it's, it's people not 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 like like independent uh, indie artists. It's uh, like, yeah, your, your average people who are, are into um, like consciousness or just uh, wanting to self-express themselves even more. Um, usually having some type of liking towards personal self-development, mm -hmm. um, knowing that through the voice, you can really uh, light yourself to heal and transform yourself. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, definitely even like, um, like a, uh, like, oh, I work with older people too, you know, and help them freestyle. And mm -hmm. sometimes they're like shocked, like, oh, I can rap. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's fun. What's usually the end goal of the courses? What do they um, come out ready to do? Have they written, you know? Yeah. End goal is to have at least, or... right. Yeah. To develop all these uh, skills that I teach in songwriting, freestyle techniques, um, and, you know, live performance techniques. Uh, but but everybody have at least one song. So we focus on one main song at the end that they perform for the uh, eighth week. And we all make the, the last week of more of like a concert share. Yeah. Dress up. It's a lot of fun. That's incredible. Um, so, well, do you have any courses that are coming up soon that um, our listeners can jump on board with? Yes, indeed. My Expand Your Expression course starts April 25th of next month. And again, like I said, eight week journey online, uh, going to be meeting with other awesome, uh, conscious creatives and yeah, it's, it's good time. If you want to like move through any blocks and fears and grow with all these skills that I just mentioned, hit me up mm -hmm. Love to support you. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. I, I put your links um, in the comments so that um, everybody can check out your classes. And I really, I would encourage everyone to um, check out your Instagram because there's lots of great uh, testimonials. So you can go and see what other people are um, saying. And I just, I think I, what was notable to me listening to the testimonials is that um, there is like genuine uh, energy and enthusiasm and gratitude towards you, um, for the classes. And I mean, people are, you know, <laughs> expressing just how blown away they were and what an epic time they had. So it's, it sounds like, you know, what, what you're doing in these classes, um, is amazing and pretty life-changing. It sounds like too. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a really a, a true honor to witness and support others in this journey um, of, yeah, ever evolving self growth that we all experience. And yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And it looks like you've been pretty busy just in your, in your own performance career too. You've got a single coming out in a week or two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, in about a week and a half, I have a single called David Goggins, inspired by the legend himself, former um, Navy SEAL, ultra marathon runner, motivational speaker, health advocate, um, overall badass, considered one of the toughest men in the world. Um, he's broken a lot of records, Guinness Book of World Records, and is, has done, um, yeah, things that other people, most people wouldn't even consider doing in their lifetime. But uh, yeah, his just his overall mindset is uh, one that is really, um, yeah, inspiring for real. And yeah, I've been, I've been a fan of his for a couple of years. So I really embodied, my intention with the song was to embody the character and spirit of him mm -hmm. um, and bring it, combine that with my overall like story, my journey of, of rapping. Uh, I've been doing it over 20 years and just coming with that like badass, like, like we can't, we can't, um, give up we, we gotta like push beyond the limits <laughs> we're powerful beyond measure we can't just be complaining do the work go hard <laughs> yeah um, and so yeah that's that's what I, I was looking to really capture in in the song so the beat um and the music the lyrics it's all super on point check it out and definitely yeah look for it it'll be on spotify and all platforms march 28th uh it's a monday so yeah david Goggins. Awesome. Tell, well, tell me about the the making of that. You mentioned in um, in one of your posts that this was a, a kind of an exceptionally challenging track for you to produce. How's that? Oh, yeah, How's thanks. That? Yeah, that's cool that you saw so much in my Instagram. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the, the uh, what you're referring to. Yeah. Um, the story with that is I I, I was I took different parts of uh, verses that I wrote over the span of two years. There's like a, couple, a number of lines that I took, but I was really, uh, yeah. So I was like piecing it together um, when I when I when I got this beat and I, the beat that I originally got, I got an older version uh, of the, the original produced because I found it on YouTube. I was just like writing raps and then posted them on Instagram, and, and the, these two particular raps got a lot of attention. And uh, I was rapping really fast. So I was like, let me take some of that and just add on to that and just make it a cohesive song somehow um mm -hmm. and so i i got the, the the original beat but it was like the older version of the original beat because the guy had sold it to somebody and so i got that the older beat um it was pretty basic so i actually played the bass on it and i uh chopped up some of the samples and added some of my own drum kits and stuff so i tweaked it even more <laughs> to make it stand out even more too uh, once i laid my lyrics down now the whole um recording process is uh, really challenging because I'm rapping really fast and to even do the doubles in certain parts I had to like do multiple takes um, and then when I actually had them there was a moment in time when uh, I, you know I'm new to this uh, music programming software called Ableton mm -hmm. and I just started learning how to record myself and this and that and I lost files I didn't know where they were then I found them and it was like put piecing together it was like crazy I'm like oh my god so I found some so anyway that was a headache but then I learned how to do that, but I had, I didn't have all of them. So I had to 
re-record some stuff and then add on. And then once I had the first verse and a half, I wanted to really end that second verse, like go strong. And that was just like the mindset of David Goggins. Like, okay, you went hard this way through, but you got to keep going hard. Don't, don't be a, you know, like a weak ass, keep going. Yeah. And I was like, how can I make this, how can I end this second verse really dope? And so, um, yeah, I did that. And, you know, using a lot of really cool metaphors, um, content and just different rhythmic cadences in my delivery, um, making that, you know, the whole recording process, like I said, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty difficult to really uh, record that all myself too at the same time. And then the third verse was for the most part, pretty fresh. And I was rapping again, really fast on that. And I did, yeah, I did a lot of the, the rec I recorded my own self. Usually I'll go to a studio and record mm -hmm. with somebody, but uh, I, I just learned during the, during the beginning of the pandemic, I bought studio equipment. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, cause I like my business was doing well. I got some grants. I was like, oh snap, I'm gonna invest in myself. <laughs> so yeah. I bought some studio equipment, learned how to record myself, got Ableton, an interface, microphone and all that stuff that I've been wanting to get for, for a while. And yeah, I just taught myself and, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm pretty proud of how how it turned out. I had it mixed and mastered by my friend Antonio of San Diego, um, and yeah, we went back and forth just trying to get the the final product down. And yeah, he did a great job with that. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's, yeah. And then I got the right chorus. The chorus embodies, like like I said, the spirit of David Goggins. And I could. Oh, are you about to say something? I'm sorry, I didn't mean. Oh that. no, keep going. Go on. Yeah. So the the chorus is, if you ain't going hard, then go home. Got that hustle in your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't no limits where I'm headed now. I'm an alien, find me up in the clouds, yeah. Breaking records every day in my life. Embracing the pages to feel more alive. You can't stop me, no. No excuses. That's how it goes. David Goggins. <laughs> and so it's like, go hard or go home, basically. Like, just do it. You got to put your all into whatever you're doing. Yeah. Um, and that's what I did in the verses when I was writing it and recorded. Just like, all right, I gotta fucking go hard. Every 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 line having the like having every line mean something and and yeah. say something articulated really well. And yeah, those yeah. fast raps are 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 no joke. To, <laughs> to record them, it takes a lot of you know like a lot of tongue acrobatics and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you do, um, when you're, when you're in that type of a situation, are you just, um, are you just doing like take after take, or are you doing like a million punch-ins like on little tiny spots or a combination oh, of both? Oh, a combination of both. Yeah. Take after take. And then if I'm like, I'll do as much as I can to get a solid take, but then it's like to wrap that fast and have a whole solid take is pretty challenging. So there's different parts. I would, okay, I have to punch in where I'm rapping. And then I have to punch in myself because that was really hard and actually go from to the next fast part is really challenging to make it consistently yeah. sound great. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of different parts that I chop up and um, yeah. yeah. That's gotta be challenging because I think when, when melody lines are just being sung, you've got, you've got these breath opportunities where you've got a breath between phrases or something where, you, yeah. can, you know, there's lots of obvious spots where you can do those edits, but mm -hmm. you know, with what you do and how fast paced it is, that's gotta be like <laughs> crazy yeah, trying sure. to find those spots. Yeah, totally. And even like the chorus, just to sing that you ain't going hard and go, so, like, 
I'm a decent, okay singer, you know, when it comes to recording, you know, I have, a, I have when I started recording vocals, I started getting a lot of respect for my singer friends. Like, man, record solid vocals. I mean, you've probably experienced this. You have to really hear and get into the pitch unless, you know, there's producer magic where they can, you know, take your vocals and auto-tune you or melodyne you to make it sound really well. But mm-hmm. just recording myself, I'm like, I want to make sure this sounds great, but I, I'm hoping that my engineer can make me sound even better. <laughs> and he did a good job. But um, yeah, it's just, it's it's a, it's a really cool process. I, I enjoy challenges like that. It's like putting a puzzle piece, to, putting a whole puzzle together. Like, how can I make this sound like I want, I hear it in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, um, well, I'm really looking forward to coming out. It sounds like it's gonna be great. And I will Thanks. definitely put it on my, power playlist i have i keep a collection of those songs that are like that that are those just like because for me i'm um i'm very introverted and you know a little shy and i'm just as you know insecure as the next person is and everything but i also know that that's just that's just in my head and what really helps me a lot of times is to like use that playlist right before I'm going to do something that's a little bit out of the box for me. Mm-hmm. Usually that's communicating with someone that I don't think is necessarily, you know, um, I don't know when we get that. Um, what's the word I'm looking for when, uh, not when you think you're a fraud, but you think you're, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. There's a word for it. Anyways, yeah, come up that word. Right. <laughs> I, you know, I totally use it to, to like pump myself up mm-hmm. and, um, and, and it works. And I think your song's going to be a perfect fit for that. Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta pump yourself up. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, I think, I think it's going to be timely in general too, just because of everything that everything we're coming off of, you know, 2020 was obviously brutal on people, um, creatives and just, you know, those of us that were operating in, you know, the live space. Um, so, you know, there was, there was this, that was a trauma, you know, for, for a lot of us. And then, you know, going into 2021, I think that, um, things began to get better, but, um, I'm kind of sensing this mood though, in, in the creative community that there's this kind of like a fatigue, a tiredness and an almost uncertainty um, as to like how to move forward with things. I, I see that there's like three buckets of um, musicians. I'm seeing those that are, are just back at it, back doing the thing. There's this bucket of those who still feel, you know, really stuck and not sure what to do. And then there's this third bucket of people who, um, they just left all together. You know, they just felt like it, it was, it, it was too much. And, and, you know, that life took them in a different direction, understandably. Mm, yeah. So mm. are you finding that to be true in your circles? Cause it sounds, it sounds like, you know, there are so many, um, there's so much, uh, positivity in what you do so much, um, you know, work on keeping that spirit in your life. Um, you know, you have a heavy emphasis on fitness in what you do. Um, are you seeing that? Do you, you know, how do you, how do you combat that in your own career? Just the ups and downs of yeah. being an artist that, that we experienced since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I was just explaining, uh, earlier is that, um, I did a lot of zoom calls and 
um, you know, that was great, but I, I need social interaction. Even certain shows, um, you know, I, they, they, the COVID policies and stuff, you know, I wasn't able to perform and, uh, you know, that was a bummer. And I was going to lead a retreat and uh, uh, Guatemala had issued um, a statement basically a couple of days before we were going to leave for the Guatemala retreat that people had to be vaccinated. But then that actually didn't go in effect until weeks later. But that was kind of like not really true at the time. And so half my my uh, participants, you know, backed out because of that. They're not fully vaccinated, so they couldn't do that. So like all this whole the the vaccine COVID policies has really um, it, yeah impacted my me performing. And I was, mm -hmm. would be performing a lot more if, if it wasn't a thing. But I'm not vaccinated. I'm not going to be. But, you know, I respect other people's choice. But there are certain festivals that's like, hey, you can't. <laughs> perform yeah and so that that really got to me because anyway yeah <laughs> there's a whole thing but uh yeah and then that brought a lot of division itself you know just the whole pro anti thing and that mm -hmm. got political so that that definitely played a part in music performing even in the you know like yeah just just showing up at in person because like uh, other people that were would think of attending my in-person workshop you know that hindered them because it's such a weird thing mm -hmm. so with with that whole thing being a thing <laughs> yeah uh, brought about a lot of changes so mm -hmm. uh and that affected a lot of people's money like in my case for sure um and then that trickle effect that that affected something else where it's like dang i could have a lot more money but then i invested all this and this happens out of the blue mm -hmm. um and so, yeah, I mean, I'm at a point where I, like, I got a couple side jobs. I just got a job at Whole Foods <laughs> like last week and mm -hmm. going to be a, uh, a sales agent at a fitness, uh, American Home Fitness. And so it's like, I, hey, I got to do what I got to do. You know, um, my coaching business has been fluctuating, although I'm very thankful. And there's been times where I'm just like, fuck, what the hell? And feeling down, of course, mm -hmm. I'm human, but. You may not always see that because my social media is like, yeah, I'm rocking it. But yeah, I'm a human. And just like a lot of us, you know, we go through ups and downs. But I'm really blessed overall. It's just uh, the human experience that this has all brought a lot of us. It's taken us on a roller coaster ride. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sure has. It's definitely a test of resilience um, for sure. And I know that, you know, it's, I think it's important that you mentioned, um, you know, the vaccination thing. And I think, you know, irregardless of, you know, whatever side of the, you know, the argument or belief you are right. that, you know, it's, it, it has such an impact in, in a way that I don't think as a society, we've really experienced this before mm -mm, um, on nah, so many levels, because like, I'm sure for you, or, or for a lot of us who are very ambitious and driven to do what we want, we don't even consider limitations. You know, we think like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going for it. I'm going to do these shows. I'm going to go for it. But then when you get the door slammed in your face, like, no, nah, you know, you can't do this. That is like, uh, that's really hard to reconcile and to deal with those sorts yeah. of things. And, um, you know, we're, we're being hit with a lot of those things at, um, at so many different angles, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. How do you, how do you take care of yourself in light of that? Yeah, great question. How do I take care of myself? Um, yeah, I, I 
I have a morning uh, ritual where I journal. I write mm -hmm. down uh, affirmation 20 times, and then I write what I'm committed to, write some affirmations. I wrap them out. It's cool that I actually have songs with affirmations. So sometimes I'll quote my lyrics and really feel that and say these things. I might move, you know, do some movement, you know, some push-ups. I've been going to the gym. So working out at Crunch Fitness has been a game changer. Nice. Um, if it wasn't for, for the gym, I'd probably be lazy fat guy no I'm just kidding <laughs> I think about that sometimes I'm like damn I'll, I'll probably be fat right now <laughs> because like being in I'm in Michigan it's cold as hell and it's been oh, yeah. like uh yeah just the other day I got pretty depressed and down I'm like that thing I got seasonal affective disorder which is mm -hmm. coming with uh, a, a result of a lack of sunlight vitamin d mm -hmm. and you know just feeling that allowing myself to feel it but knowing that hey, I'm not gonna stay there forever so I just work out at the gym usually I'm, I'm better i feel pumped up david goggins mindset you know let's do it yeah uh yeah so meditation the morning rituals journaling uh gym uh spend time with my family my girlfriend her dog and uh, getting out in nature when i can i haven't as much but um yeah and then write music and write songs and talk about what i'm going through through the mm -hmm. songs and uh yeah. yeah so these these tools help me that's great. Yeah. And thanks for talking about that. I know that it's like, you know, it's, there's so many of us that are in that boat and it's hard to talk about sometimes, you know, just, yeah. uh, it, it's such a departure from where we were just right. two years ago, you know, right, but, right. um, there's so many of us out there like that. And I think, I think it's really important that we like, we share that experience that we're going through because it can be so isolating and such, a let down and in, in, in a mental trip, but to know that, you know, um, other people are experiencing this too. And other people are, you know, coming up with ways to, um, you know, work through it. Right. And, um, you're, you're a big inspiration. And, uh, I know that, you know, the work that you do is so incredibly important right now. So I really hope that, you know, everybody that's listening will check out what you're doing. Thanks so much, Danielle. Appreciate it. And you're truly inspiring as well. And Appreciate oh, you for you. having me today. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, um, I I won't put you on the spot here, but I'll just I'll drop a little seed. Um, I am getting ready to produce my third summit, and this will be uh, the Unstoppable Singer Summit 2022. And I'd love to have you on board as a speaker to uh, you know introduce your programs and share what it is you do. You don't have to answer me now. I'll follow up <laughs> with you on that. I'm in. But yeah. I, I just yeah, wanted we'll to talk about seed, though. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you planting the seed. It's great. Yeah. I appreciate that offer. Yeah, let's chat more about that for sure. Yeah. So I, I put um your links in the comments. Um, is there anything else you want to bring to everyone's attention? Any um, you know, um, oh, you know what? I wanted to ask you, are you do have a TikTok account, right? Oh, I just I just saw you follow me. I actually just reactivated my account today. Yeah. And I just saw like you you popped up my screen because you just had followed me like like right before I, I reactivated my account. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was like, oh okay, I'm I'm still getting used to it. I, I've been opposed for it for a while, but my friends have uh, talked me into it. They're like, you need to get your TikTok going, blah blah blah. Like, yeah. All right, so I'm trying to lean off, you know, wean off social media. Um, it's not really good for mental health, but it's so great in many ways, and I'm super mm -hmm. grateful for it. Uh, but yeah, I'm on TikTok now. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all can follow me on there, Rap Coach Kiyoshi. Uh, my name is K I Y O S H I, and Instagram is where I'm at mainly um, at K I Y O S H I Music Kiyoshi Music, and uh, also my website KiyoshiMusic.com. 
and yeah, coaching. I do workshops, private coaching, online Zoom uh, for all ages, even kids. If you got uh, any children, you'd like to learn, have learned some of these techniques. It's really awesome for them and really empowering to help them in that creative expression in such a cool way as rap and using the voice and singing. Um, and yeah, look out for my course, a April 25th, it starts. That's really what I'm working on and working towards uh, getting more people enrolled in and putting that energy out there. So yeah, April 25th, eight week online journey, expand your expression. And uh, yeah, my new song coming out, like I said, David Goggins, March 28th. Yeah, great. Oh my gosh, such good stuff. Well, I like I said, your links are in the comments and um, right, I right. just I really want to acknowledge you again. The work that you're doing is incredible. It's so timely. I think it's something we all need so badly. So I'm extremely grateful that you took the time to come on and talk with me tonight. Um, I hope that, uh, I, well, I don't hope, I know that there's going to be um, there's going to be singers out there that are, are so inspired and, and turned around by what you have to offer. And uh, at a minimum, everybody, you've got to go and, and follow him on Instagram. The content that he puts out is um, very, very inspirational, very powerful. Uh, you'll love it. You need it in your feed. Thanks so much for joining us. If you love this conversation as much as I did and would like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. To stay up to date with The Unstoppable Singer and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow me on Instagram at Unstoppable Singer. And while you're there, please share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me at Unstoppable Singer. Once again, I'm Danielle Tucker, a professional singer and vocal coach. I've spent the last 25 years crafting a successful career for myself in the music industry and showing other aspiring singers how to do the same. The world needs your voice now more than ever. So get out there and create an unstoppable career.